This is Confessions of a Former Mean Girl with Serena Myers. I'm a master transformation mentor and shadow guide, and I work with heart-centered, high-achieving women who are on the journey to becoming the truest version of themselves, which is only possible by first accepting all that they are. This podcast explores the lessons I've learned from my bad decisions so you can feel better about yours. It's normal to be a messy human, so let's talk about it. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Former Mean Girl. I'm so glad we get to hang together today. I wanted to talk a little bit about ritual. I want to talk a lot about ritual. Why do I always say a little bit? Like I'm just diminishing it. That's ridiculous. I want to talk about ritual. Now, I mentioned before that in the past I was a Catholic school kid. And on the blog, I've actually mentioned what a terrible Catholic I was. Not because I was running around town breaking the Ten Commandments, but because I asked a lot of questions. And a lot of Catholicism works on blind faith. And I didn't have any of that. It's so funny because now as a coach, I ask questions all day, every day. It's literally what people pay me for. And yet it was like my downfall. So let me tell you about being a bad Catholic. When I left the church, I had a bit of a crisis of faith. I actually thought at the time that I didn't believe in God. Someone had spelled out for me a lot of the things that were in the Bible about witches, about gay people and whatever. And I was horrified to know that the church was speaking against these populations because I actually thought that they were absolutely great. And at that time, I didn't even identify as being in either of those categories. And yet, here I am, married to a woman, doing a whole bunch of wacky witch stuff every day. And I guess that was just some foreshadowing that I didn't really see coming, but that's okay. So I left the church and I had a bit of a loss of faith. I remember saying to my grandma, I don't believe in God. And she said, that doesn't mean you're not Catholic. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck? Like, how is that reality? And like, what kind of cult shit is that? Because I know I was baptized and whatever, but like, still, that's ridiculous. When I left the church, the thing that I found that I missed the most was the ritual. I loved going to Sunday Mass. I loved being around the songs. I loved that even just like the way that the Mass would go, that I knew what to say and when to say it, how to sit, how to stand, when to do everything. And I think as someone who had struggled so much with belonging, being part of a religion gave me that. It gave me somewhere to go. It gave me a place to be. And because there is that uniformity in how we're all sitting and standing and saying the same thing, we are all the same. We're all equal. So all of this idea that I had in my head about how I didn't belong in a lot of circles and whatever, like I belong there. I was the same as everybody else. And that was really powerful for me. Shortly before I left the church, I'd also gotten kicked out of my dad's house because my dad's girlfriend thought that I was possessed by the devil. And this was, I was like 12 years old or something. So maybe two years before I left the church. I, of course, was not possessed by the devil, but I do remember thinking, like, how can this concept of God, who is supposed to be all-loving and all-inclusive, how can that not include me? Because I'm curious and because I explore different esoteric and mythical things. And to be so rejected for this expression of my curiosity, I remember thinking, like, that's not God. That's not God. I have a different relationship with God now. Like, I don't participate in any specific religion, but I do relate to God as a concept and as an entity that I connect with. And this is what brings me to this idea of ritual. So, 
the ritual of the church was the thing that really helped me feel connected and helped me feel like I belonged. And when I left the church for the longest time, I actually thought that that was the end of that experience. And I would see different religions get married in movies and things, and I would just like look at that ceremony and that ritual and think, I wish that could be me. I didn't want to participate in organized religion, but I wanted that connection, that practice, that commitment that said, I declare this relationship. I stand in this connection with the divine. And what I didn't know is that over time, I was actually going to develop that naturally. Now, when I started doing inner work, I met a healer and he said to me, like, I think I was 27 or 28. And he said, you know, this isn't the first time you've done this. Like the fact that this resonates for you, this isn't something that you're learning. This is something that you're remembering. And that resonates so much because the things that happened for me were really natural. I didn't learn them anywhere. Just somehow I knew to do them. There were some things that I read in books, which is what got me kicked out in the first place, where I tried to do a seance that I'd read about in a Christopher Pike novel. Don't recommend that. But but yeah, a lot of these things just happened where I was like, you know what? Actually, this makes sense. I'm going to try this. And it ended up being a huge part of my practice. So the first one I want to talk to you about was actually my very first conscious ceremony ever that I did myself. And it was really cool. And it was a fire ceremony. And I'd had this horrible breakup with this psychic guy who was a little bit shady and he could do astral projection and I could feel his energy in my house and I didn't really know what to do about it. And I could tell him to fuck off and I could like banish him and he would leave the room, but he'd come back and I would always feel him there. And so I took all these little scraps of paper and I wrote down his name on one side of the paper and on the other side, I wrote down the things I wanted to release from that relationship. So any of the good stuff, I wasn't worried about that because I was okay to have happy memories. I just didn't want his energy lurking around and I didn't want to have the anger and the resentment and the jealousy and the, all the things that were like burning up inside of me. And so I grabbed this little metal bowl and I went outside and I sat under a tree and I put my bowl in the dirt And one by one, I set these papers on fire. And before I would do it, I would pick it up and I would hold it to my heart. And I would really like tune into whatever emotion was written on that paper. And I would say, okay, I'm going to release myself from the, let's say, anger that I'm feeling towards so-and-so. And then I would burn it and I would watch it burn. And I could feel something shift. There was like an instant transmutation that happened because of this powerful declaration And one by one, I did this with each of these papers, and I released myself from these emotions. And I remember, I lived in a basement suite, and I went back into my house, and I could feel him at the doorway, and I was like, ugh. And then I went downstairs, and he was gone. His energy was stuck at the threshold. There was something about this release that took away his power to be able to engage with me anything further than that threshold. And it was the last day that I ever felt him. Because it was almost like as soon as he wasn't able to connect with me in that way, then he wasn't interested anymore. This was the beginning of a lot of exploration for me. Suddenly, ritual was something that I could create for myself. I didn't have to find a church or a priest to tell me what to do or how to do it. I didn't have to sit and stand and speak and say the things that everybody else was saying and doing at the exact same time. I got to honor myself, my knowing. I started doing rituals with water. I started doing earthing practices and releasing into the ground. I started doing things, speaking things out loud or burning sage or burning Palo Santo and doing these different practices, whether they were for clearing myself, whether they were for transmuting like stuck energy, whether they were 
just for like some heart healing or some confidence. So it's either something I was letting go or something I was calling in, no matter what it was, there was a ritual I could do. And this relationship stopped being with the church and it started being a beautiful co-creation between the earth, because we were always dealing with elements here, where I was working with the earth and I was working with my own knowing and trusting myself to be able to create these sacred experiences that would help me through a really difficult time. And it's the kind of thing that if you come from the church, you might think I'm completely batshit and that's okay. <laughs> like I'm honestly, I'm secure enough now with where I'm at on this journey that people thinking I'm crazy doesn't really phase me anymore. But there may be something in here that's speaking to you too. Because maybe you did the things, maybe you went to therapy, maybe you read the books, maybe you went to that Tony Robbins seminar and then you came home like super pumped up. And then after a couple of weeks, you went right back to the way you're always living. And maybe there is something within you that you need to release. Maybe it's stories from your childhood or things that you were told that you know aren't true, but there's a part of you that like just like sticks in the heart to feel it. Maybe it's how you spend your time. Sure, you're hanging out with me now listening to a podcast, but how much time did you spend scrolling on social media today? I'm not judging. I'm just saying. We have these habits sometimes that get in the way of our dreams. Today, I was thinking about this. I had a break in my schedule and I was trying to figure out what I was going to work on. And I opened up TikTok and I started to scroll along. And then my sister sent me a text message to tell me that she'd planted my plants that I picked up on the weekend. It's Wednesday. Four days later, I bought these plants and I hadn't put them in the ground yet. And my sister had to do it. And I felt so shitty. And I was like, oh, because instead of planting things in the ground, I was scrolling on TikTok. So we do have these habits. We do have these beliefs. We do have these stories. We have these different things that get in the way of us stepping into our next level greatness. And we didn't come into these lives. We didn't do the hard work of incarnating at this time as fucking humans when everything has been kind of shitty for a while. We didn't choose this. Our soul did not choose this so that we could scroll on social media or so that we could just like, I don't know why I have this like vision of someone with a porn addiction popping into my head. And again, no judgment, but it's all these different things that we do that would just waste our time, waste our energy. We came here to become the truest version of ourself. We came here to build a legacy to become an example in our community, to touch lives, to share our souls. But number one, we came here to be the truest version of ourselves, And we can't do that if we're allowing ourselves to get bogged down in bullshit. Let's just call it like it is. So I put together four different rituals, each one working with a different element. I made this available for free. So the first thing you want to do is take my ritual remedy quiz. So this is not, what are you stuck in? This is like, yo, you're stuck. What is the best way to transmute whatever you're experiencing right now? There's 11 questions because I'm a nerd and I love angel numbers. And at the end, it's going to tell you what element you're most resonant with right now. And that's going to shift and change and grow as you do. But right now, there's one that's resonant for you. So it's going to tell you what element. It's going to tell you a ritual to do with that element. It'll tell you a little bit about someone who's in that space as well. And in the emails that follow, you're going to get rituals to amplify them with the full moon. 
There's going to be some information about the new moon, all kinds of stuff. It's really juicy. And I'm really excited. I put it together this week and I'm really proud of it. So link to the quiz is going to be in the show notes. And I would love to hear what you got. So if you take the quiz, share it on social media and tag me so that I can celebrate you because I feel like this ownership of our stuckness, this recognition of like, yeah, okay, we got some things to change. It doesn't make me a bad person. It just means I'm not living up to my potential in this moment. That declaration and then to then take a step forward and decide you're going to do something about it and to work with the energetic world to support you, that's just just like makes me so happy. So that is my suggestion. My suggestion is to find this ritual and maybe you're going to read it and you're going to go, okay, yeah, I'm a water person, but like that ritual that you presented doesn't resonate for me, but this does. Follow your intuition, follow your knowing. Trust what you're getting and say like, yep, okay, I think I can do it differently. I think I can do it better. I think I can do it in a way that is more resonant and more true to me. Because I am not attached to whether you do the ritual or not. I am slightly attached to you just becoming the truest version of yourself and to you deciding that you're going to trust yourself before you trust me. I think that's amazing. So that's my gush about rituals and how they became important to me. I know it was a little bit all over the place. So thanks for hanging out this far. Take the quiz. (laughs) Take the quiz. Let me know how you did because I'm really so excited for this to be in the world because these are all things that anyone can do. You don't need to have any fancy tools and all of this is available to you now because you deserve to live in your truth. You deserve to live with ease. You don't need to be bogged down. You don't need to be held back. It's time to liberate yourself. Let's do this. That's it for this episode. Thanks for spending this time with me. Make sure to stay in touch between episodes by following me on Instagram. I'm at Serena Myers. If this episode inspired you or you want to support the show, please give it a share to your favorite peeps and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. I'll see you next time.